The Lord be with you. Waiting from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus and his disciples returned once more to Jerusalem. As he was walking in the temple area, the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders approached him and said to him, By what authority are you doing these things? Or who gave you this authority to do them? Jesus said to them, I shall ask you one question. Answer me. And I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Was John's baptism of heavenly or of human origin? Answer me. They discussed this among themselves and said, If we say, of heavenly origin, he will say, then why did you not believe him? But shall we say of human origin, they feared the crowd, for they all thought John really was a prophet. So they said to Jesus in reply, We do not know. Then Jesus said to them, Neither shall I tell you by what authority I do these things. The Gospel of the Lord. Last Sunday we celebrated Pentecost, which is the birthday of the church. Tomorrow we'll celebrate the feast day of the Blessed Trinity, the greatest mystery of our Catholic faith. And the following Sunday will be Corpus Christi. Then, two weeks from yesterday, we'll be celebrating the Sacred Heart of Jesus. So we, after entering into ordinary time, we celebrate three great solemnities. Tomorrow, the Trinity. Very important for me because I was ordained by John Paul II on the feast day of the Blessed Trinity in St. Peter, so for me it's kind of my feast day. Corpus Christi, body and blood of Christ. And the sacred heart of Jesus, the symbol of love. In this group, I'm sure we have some teachers and catechists. And um, I've been teaching for the past 50 years. I guess I'm betraying my age, huh? So I have a little bit of experience as a teacher and a catechist. One of the most difficult things to explain are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I would be really surprised if any of us could explain those gifts. It's not that easy. 
So, there are seven, right? Wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, fortitude, piety, and fear of the Lord. Those are the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. St. Thomas Aquinas says the greatest is the first reading that you did. What were you reading about? You're reading about the importance of wisdom, right? You mentioned that several times in Syrac, which is one of the wisdom books. The first in operation is fear of the Lord, but the most important is wisdom. What is wisdom? I love to say it in, in Spanish. It's saborear las cosas de Dios. You know Spanish well? Saborear. If you know Spanish, it sounds really good. Saborear las cosas de Dios. In English, it's to savor or relish the things of God. Savor or to relish the things of God. So, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, when do, we, when do we receive them? Not in confirmation, as you were probably thinking, but rather you receive them in baptism. And then in confirmation, they're fortified. So we're trying to arrive at holiness in this retreat. Another secret to holiness is to allow the gifts of the Holy Spirit to operate in your lives. So, a mini course on theology of Thomas. Study Thomas Aquinas. Great, great. Thomas Aquinas. Study him. He's the greatest. Our greatest theologian. Okay, we have... We're doing this in the exercise. We have both an intellect and our will. So we're called to perfect our intellect and to perfect our will. Three of the gifts perfect our intellect. The other three perfect our will. The other connects the head with the heart. So the three that perfect the intellect would be wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So you want to work at perfecting your intellect, your mind. You want to have a good mind, right? In the mind, Aquinas says there are three faculties. What are they? Memory, understanding, and imagination. We want to perfect our mind. Those three gifts are very important. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And what perfects the will? Fortitude, piety, and fear of the Lord. And counsel connects the mind to the heart. It's practical wisdom in action. And it perfects the moral virtue of prudence. So I've given you a mini-course on the, on the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. Pray that they become more and more operative in your life. Second part of the homily I'd like to give is this. What is the common ground, what is the common link between 
the saints that we celebrate today in St. Maria Goretti. Okay, so St. Maria Goretti and St. Charles Lawanga and companions, they died as martyrs, right? But they all died, they all died to defend the virtue of purity. The wicked king of Uganda wanted to do immoral acts with Charles Luanga and his companions, and he was burnt to death. And I was talking to some of the Ugandans, and they say that this saint, you get like a, a million people visiting Uganda today. That's a pretty big number, huh? Imagine a million people descending upon Omaha in one day. Huh? Yeah. And then Maria Goretti died because an 18-year-old boy that was looking at pornography wanted to rape her. What did she say? What did she say? I, I visited where, she, where she's buried in the tomb three times because I lived in Rome. He, she said, no, it's a mortal sin. If we do it, we'll go to hell. Yeah. And he stabbed her 11 times. And then three times in the back. And they rushed her to the hospital. And the priest who was next to her before she died said, do you forgive Alessandro? And she said, not only have I forgiven him, I want him to be with me in heaven. She was 11 years old. Alessandro, it's an incredible story. Read the lives of the saints, please. Next time you go to Rome, visit Netuno on the outskirts of Rome. Visit. He was thrown in jail. He was hard-hearted. And guess what happened? She appeared to him in a dream with 14 roses, 14 stabs. And she said, Alessandro, I have forgiven you. Ask God to forgive you. He asked the bishop to come in. The bishop heard his confession. Then he lived like a saint. And when he was discharged, when he was discharged, what was the first gesture he did? He went to the mother, the mother of Maria Goretti, Mama Asunta, who helped in the nearby rectory. It was Christmas Eve. And he knocked on the door and Mama Asunta opened up the door. This is 30 years later. And she said, he said, do you recognize me? Yes. Alessandro Serenelli who killed my daughter. Do you forgive me? What did she say? If God forgave you and my daughter forgave you, whom I not to forgive you? She invited him in to have a Christmas meal. Then they went to communion, went to Mass and Communion, that Christmas Eve night. 1950, 
Maria Goretti was canonized. It was the biggest canonization, biggest number of people in canonization in the history of the church. A quarter of a million outside. Who canonized her? Pius XII. And who was present there? The mother of Maria Goretti and the guy that killed her. So what's the message? What's the message? All of us are called to live a life of holiness. All of us are called to live the virtue of purity. We have to battle for it. And for our children. We have to battle for it and and with our children. So let's pray for the grace to live out that beatitude. Blessed are the pure of heart, for they will see God. Amen. Stand for the prayer of the faithful. Dear brothers and sisters, gathered as one to celebrate the good things we have received from our God, let us ask him to prompt in us prayers that are worthy of his hearing. We'll respond, Lord, hear our prayer. What's the name of the bishop? George. Oh, it is George. George. Okay. Well, Francis, our and George, our bishop, and all the clergy, with the people in trust to their charge, let us pray to the 